Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut grass. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is the AD at Muskego, Ryan McMillan. And before we get to Patrick Barron from Fastback Physical Therapy, Ryan, you've got to be a big fan of Chris McDaniel, the AD at Kakana. I think he's taken a similar approach that you have. Yeah, and I'll go back to his kind of his last statement how his conference is super supportive of him. I mean, that tells you a lot that that people are out there and they want to see it go well. And that's our, uh, one of our whole reasons for getting started because, you know, other than the, the students, which is our main 100% driving why, the other thing is if we don't get started now, how are we going to get started in the winter? And how are we going to get started again in the spring? And are we just, you know, and what's going to change? Um, Those are just questions that no one had great answers to and therefore factored into why we want to give it a go. And I'm rooting for them as I'm rooting for all of the schools down in our area and Coach Labuda and everybody else. And I think if uh, we can all work together and pull this thing off, it'll be really, really good for the future. Yeah, I agree. Hey, we're we're now joined by... uh, I'll tell you what, I'm a fan of Patrick Barron. He is uh, the owner at uh, Fastback uh, Physical Therapy, and and you can go on their website. It's fastbackpt.com. They're located in New Berlin, and, uh, again, I am a a big fan of his, and and you'll hear his commercials in just about everything I do, and I'll tell you why. Because he 
grew up um, working in, in home improvement stuff and construction and carpenter work. And, and, and uh, physically, he saw how hard that was. And, and, and I think there were some injuries there. We'll talk to him about that. Uh, but he's uh, got a servant leadership heart, and he understands uh, the physical therapy side of this. They're located at 3333 South Sunny Slope Road in New Berlin. And it is, uh, I've been there a number of times. And when you talk about youth sports, you talk about high school sports. He's also a, a partner with me on Faith in the Zone because that is a big part of who he is and what he does. And I wanted to, to have him on. He's up north. I spent some time with his parents, and he's kind enough to give us a few minutes. Patrick, how you doing today? I'm great, Mike. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet. Uh, thank you. Hey, Patrick, with what's going on, and, and you know what, I was uh, I, I meant to send you um, kind of a checklist and email on who's playing in the fall and the spring, but to give you just kind of a, a snapshot on, on what's happening, um, there are a number of schools in our area that have decided to play football in, in the spring, and that was an option that the WI has given them. And then the majority of them in our area, I think, are still going to continue to play in the fall. However, everything's been pushed back a little bit. So what kids are used to, which is they should be going, you know, going at it right now, playing high school football um, right now, is being pushed back a few weeks. And then a number of the schools will play. Some schools uh, have decided to play in the spring. And I wanted to have you on because of the change that these kids are going to be seeing. And the, the, the all of a sudden for the schools that are going to play in the spring and they're going to get done, you know, in May and then have to come back again in July to get ready for a fall season next year. I'm wondering for these kids that are 15, 16, 17 years old, how difficult is that going to be to only have a couple of months off and then get right back to playing high school football? Yeah, there's a lot of things happening at that age, growth and development, the muscles are getting stronger, bones are getting harder. And so when you go and you have a shortened experience of performance, um, you're not necessarily being exposed to all the stressors, the, the on-field stressors. And so there's, some kids will be experienced to that, other kids won't. So there's also going to be some inconsistency across the group. So it's going to be really hard to predict what will happen, but um, consistency is really important. And so being able to, to get some on-time experience, uh, uh, on-field experience, so that you experience those stresses and you, your body has the ability to grow and adapt and prepare um, and then if it's, if it is a shortened time that they're playing, or if, even if right now that, that time of getting on field is pushed back further than they're ready for, then what's happening right now? And so are you going to wait? And then now these kids are not getting enough really, um, exposure to the stresses that could cause injuries. And now later on, they're going to be piled on in a, in a shorter time frame. And that's really where your risk comes is if you're getting more exposure in a shorter time frame. Hey, Ryan, being an ex-high school football and ex-college football player and then a high school football coach at Oconomowoc, you know, to have somebody like Patrick um, partner up with us on a show like this, I think it's really vital every year. But this year, with with his knowledge and the work that they do at Fastback Physical Therapy, I think it's really important that we have him on, you know, if not a weekly basis, but a bi-weekly basis to get his feeling and thoughts on some of this stuff. Oh, absolutely. Anytime you can reach out to the medical professionals and those that are living it every single day, I think it's advantageous to all of us to help drive our decision-making processes and 
and have peace of mind and you know if there's things that we need to adjust again to make kids safer uh, that that's what we're going to do and, and listening to these people and taking as much input and feedback as you possibly can I think is a is a great practice there's no doubt Hey, um, Ryan, the timing that that, uh, that teams and coaches are going to have with their kids um, when they finally get to camp and before their first game, is it the same amount of time that they would normally have if, they, if, if the season was just regular? Uh, time is, is, is relative. It's uh, the days, the number of days is, are, are the same. The actual time to facilitate football practice, condition, do all those uh, specific entities that you'd probably do in a normal two-a-days. I don't know that that we're going to have as much student contact time just due to the fact that we have school off and rolling. And um, we need to respect all of those processes as well. So it's going to be difficult for people to pull off a two-a-days model when school is going. But... Uh, uh, some of us will work through it. We'll make modifications, and I think the number of days is the key because the most important piece in all of it is the recovery of the student athlete. And we're going to have ample recovery time, and uh, we're going to keep kids healthy, and that's that's what's most important. Well, and Patrick, that's the part that we had had that discussion the other day when we talked that that my fear is, you know, the the they in the normal year. They would have the hours they'd spend with these kids and they would do two a days and they'd get these kids, you know, to, to especially coach has been around a while. They understand what they're going to be doing in practice and how they're going to get them prepared physically and mentally for that first game. And then throughout the season, the hours they're going to spend with these kids now is going to be less. And as as the owner of Fastback Physical Therapy, does does that make you a little bit nervous as well? Well, yeah, you know, if there's, um, if you're not able to be in the practice environment as often, so there, maybe there's a little less chance that you're going to see somebody who is out of condition and has an overuse injury, but it's more likely that you're going to see fatigue, uh, because there's just less training time. So when, when you get into the, whether it's full speed practice or in a game event, uh, there, it's more likely that you're going to get some athletes who just aren't as conditioned as they would be otherwise. And so now as you're looking to pull performance out of that athlete and they don't necessarily ha- aren't able to go full speed and they try to go full speed and they just don't have that gear in there because they haven't been conditioned to it, that's where you can see a fatigue rate, uh, fatigue uh, injury. Yeah, I agree. Um, Patrick, can we talk a little bit about, um, we have not introduced you to the, the people that listen to this show. I had you on my Youth Sports show. Um, a few weeks ago, but Fastback Physical Therapy, if you can tell our listeners a little bit about your mission statement and some of the things that you offer uh, over at your location in New Berlin. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, one of the biggest things we try to do is whatever, whoever reaching across the lifespan, we're trying to restore livingness. And so whatever that activity is that you like to do, if you find you're no longer able to participate in it at the level you used to, we want to give that back to you. It's pertinent to youth sports as much as it is to recreational activities as uh, an older adult. Um, so uh, anytime there's something that just doesn't go well in your life physically, we like you to come in so we can talk about what it is, try to screen you and find out what components of your movement changed or what changed with your, your body's structure, and then try to rebuild that area of your body so it's better prepared. In, in this population in youth sports, 
Um, so what we're really looking to do is screen out the joints and muscles, find out what level, where there's um, some insufficiency that's creating a vulnerable area that could be injured. We can do that really easily. And, and there's some simple tests that we do. We get the kid down on the table, look at the hips, look at the core, and then we'll, we'll try to find out where it is that those weak spots are, that when that fatigue comes, that's where the injury is going to happen. And we're, the, the name of uh, your company, Fastback Physical Therapy, can we talk a little bit about the name and where that came from? Sure. Well, it's got a lot of different meanings, but um, in physical therapy, in, in, um, so the, the parents of student athletes know this, if you've had to deal with an injury, copays and deductibles are really high now. So if you've got a kid that needs rehab, and that rehab would normally take 8 to 12 weeks, and you're, you're paying whatever, 50 for a copay or you're paying for the whole visit out of pocket, it really adds up. So one of the, the purposes named Fastback is just we do things quicker. We streamline it. We create a program that can be then delivered at home, and then we monitor at home, and we check in at intervals. Rather than just trying to squeeze everything into a few sessions and then say, here, you're done, we build the program. We let the, the, the um, patient go home, fulfill the program, come back and then we verify that it's going right, update it, do some tweaks, and then and then keep doing that in intervals rather than having to, to come back, you know, for an extended period of time when there's a lot of out-of-pocket costs. Boy, I, and I've been to this facility and I, I'm a big fan of, of Patrick's. I, I really am. And, and the work that, that he's going to do in that New Berlin uh, area, it's very centrally located. It's 20 minutes from downtown. It's you know, 20 minutes from Brown Deer, it's 20 minutes from Racine, from Franklin, that area. It really is in a great location. Um, restoring life above pain is is what it says on their website. And I would recommend Fastback, it's one word, Fastback PT, fastbackpt.com to get more information on some of the things that, that they do. The other part that, that you're doing, and we've got to get to a break, but, you know, look into the, the Parkinson's um, res, uh, resources that they do, Rocksteady Boxing in New Berlin. And next time we have Patrick on, we're going to spend more time on that part of his business. But I thought it was important to have him on as we're starting to kind of get into fall sports, uh, especially football in this area. Patrick, um, enjoy your time away, and thank you so much for coming on for a few minutes. Thanks, Mike. And last thing is we do virtual consults and virtual treatment through telehealth. So if it's too far for you to drive, we can set you up uh, online as well. There it is. Man, you can't beat that. Uh, fastbackpt.com. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Matt Hensler, head football coach at Lake Geneva Badger. He's going to be in a really good mood today. We'll get to him on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver, my co-host, the AD at Muskego, Ryan McMillan. Hey, Ryan, so we've had on Coach Hensler the last couple of weeks, and man, it's been going, it's been like a roller coaster. And he's been happy, then he's sad, then he's mad, then he's, well, he is, uh, he's joined us again, and he's going to be in a really good mood today because they're playing football in the fall Coach Hensler, congratulations! Four to three vote on Monday yeah, or Tuesday. There you go. It's uh, I'm an I'm a mess. I'm an emotional <laughs> mess. 
<laughs> yeah, as as you should be. You know, I love the fact that, you know, I said, hey, tell me how it went. And, and did you get a chance to speak? And you were like, yep, you know what? I set the tone. And that's got to be the reason they voted the way they, they did. But talk a little bit about uh, the 4-3 to three vote um, and, and how that thing came down. And, and did, did you get a, had have a good feeling going into this thing that, uh, that you, would, uh, you would get it going your way? Uh, the whole thing was interesting. And I think, uh, if you, if you take a step back and divorce yourself from the kind of the emotion of it, it was really good for our kids to see, uh, you know, that little small town political process and how school governance works. And, and I think our parents were, to be honest with that, that's vast majority of the first ever school board meeting they attended. So to kind of learn the, the rules and the procedures, it was a learning opportunity for everybody, which was really cool to, be honest, to watch that unfold. Um, you know, yeah, I did get up and give my little speech and all that kind of stuff. But in the end, it's like the three people that voted yes last time voted yes, and the three people that voted no last time voted no, and then the guy voted yes. So it's like we could pat ourselves on the back all we want, but it was probably done deal before we get there. Yeah. <laughs> that part, you know, whatever. But three, four to three is better than three to four. Well, if hey, if I were you, I'd take full credit for the thing, pal. You know what? It was that it was that locker room speech that you gave right. uh, gave the audience. Um, hey, you guys started a uh, you started a, a petition, correct, or at least yeah. a questionnaire um, that went out, and and you had sent me a text that said, "Hey, look, in in you know a couple of hours." There was, you know, 800 people signed up in in, in seven hours, and, and it was pretty much unanimous that they wanted to play in the fall, correct? Yeah, it was. Uh, that was started by one of our sophomores. And, and uh, just those, again, going back to, like, the, the the umbrella of this, the whole picture, you know, a sophomore like that starting something like that online and getting involved in his his uh, community politics, a pretty cool thing for that kid to discover the process and, and ended up 2,000 whatever uh, signatures. So pretty neat, you know, um, for for those kids to to go through that. Uh, yeah, there there. It's not to say that there wasn't any, you know, a bunch of people spoke, but uh, there there was a mom that that got up in the face of all that, and uh, and kind of said she hopes that they don't vote yes. Yeah, so. And she she has a son that played for me eight or ten years ago, and and uh, to be honest with you, I got a ton of respect for her to, to sort of be in the opposition of all that, to have the guts to stand up and, and give her perspective and her feelings in front of all you know, people with the opposite view. Uh, I've always liked that mom, and I, I like her way more now. I was impressed, really impressed. That's that's awesome. Hey Ryan, I I think. The fact that they sent out that petition and, you know, it, after seven hours had had 800 people and it was almost 100 percent unanimous at that point with people saying, look, if we do this, this is the way we'd like to at least attempt this. I think in, in that community, um, the school board, at least four of them, then listened to the people in their community. Yeah, again, it uh, it's interesting listening to Coach talk about how uh, – how quickly the youth of today are getting educated on on how politics kind of work and how um, you know their social justice and, and and all these processes and procedures and and 
even the young ladies in the room potentially seeing that mom stand up and advocate for for what she felt was right and um, I think it was a very intelligent move by their school board at the end of the day to listen to the community um, and if they had you know the the documentation to back it up um, it's hard as a, as a board member to go against that when you're an elected official but uh, it's an interesting process that played out in that community no doubt and it's it's good to hear that kids will be provided the opportunity to at least give it a try and if it doesn't work so be it we'll learn from that but uh, something tells me coach Hensler is going to have it dialed in and and Mr. Kluge as the AD will have it dialed in and they'll get it going in the right way and keep everyone safe and healthy. Hey, hey coach uh, Hensler how did uh, how'd you sleep that night because now you know what now now that you know you you got to get it going, and I'm sure that you guys are ready to get it going. But I'm I'm sure that there was some excitement that night when you got home about okay, now we know for sure. Here's where we start, and and we got to get going. Yeah, um, the, the immediate thought, the you know, emotion was obviously relief, and then and happiness for our kids, and then you kind of that sort of melts into uh, oh my gosh, like the the pressure's on us now, like. We wanted this. We begged for it. Uh, now, now we got to make it work, and and we have to make it safe, and we got to do everything right because there will be those handful of people looking at us to fail. So there, then there was just kind of a well up of like, oh man, I wanted this, so and now we got to do it right. And then uh, when I got home, though, uh, my daughter's a sophomore, and and we were able to to kind of share some excitement because she gets her volleyball season and my wife was extremely excited about that. So we ended up talking about the, uh, a million different things and get that little motion and you don't want to go to bed. So we, we were all up there talking until after midnight about how excited my daughter was about what's going on. And my wife was happy to get to see Aaron play as a sophomore. So it kind of went from that joy to that worry to then more of that family uh, discovery and happiness at the end of that. So, like I said, I'm a mess. It's been a, it's been a roller coaster. <laughs> well, you know, as Ryan talked about, what a great lesson, you know, for the for the any of the the young student athletes that were in the audience in that auditorium, um, listening to adults. And you said, look, it was really civil, and you know, to to have a civil discussion with people on both sides of the aisle, and I'm sure that the three that voted against, you know, maybe uh, were able to speak and say why they're voting against it, but to have that civil discussion, and then as adults, we're going to make our decision, and then we're going to move on from there. I think, as Ryan talked about, what a great, valuable lesson for those kids on how, if you do it this way, and you go in a way of where we're not going to be yelling and screaming and getting in each other's faces, we're going to do it this way. And look, if it would have gone 4-3 the opposite way, you would have had to say, okay, you know what, I get it. Now we've got to go to work and try to find games. Right. And that's, I think Monday kind of got out of hand. Monday's meeting when it ended up 3-3 and nothing was decided, there was just this, uh, deluge of emotion and, and a lot of people didn't quite understand the process. So I think two really important things happened on was the, the thing started out with a school district and board lawyer that just explained like the process of how this stuff works. Like it's not the, all these decisions were just like that 
board was choosing this. It was Rob's rules of order. This is how you do things. This is how uh, township community government works. This is the process. It's like this all over the nation. So I thought that was good that the, the board introduced the lawyer to give that little educational piece to our, our kids and to our families and our parents. And then I very definitely, I, I talked to you on the phone and I just said I wanted to set the tone and most of that was just civility like I'm right. deeply passionate about this I really care about this I really really with all my heart believe this but there's a way for me to do that um, with not divorced of emotion but with civility yeah well I think <laughs> you, you know what and and I'm sure Ryan that you'll agree with me that you know they're 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 Maybe a whole bunch of people, including me, could have been to, to that um, meeting on, on Wednesday in, in Lake Geneva to watch that and to hear Coach Hensler and maybe you, uh, learn a lesson. Uh, a lot of us could have learned a lesson from the way this thing was handled. And, and uh, boy, like you said, though, Matt, the, the, now the pressure's on, pal. You know, now the pressure's on, so you got to make sure you're doing this thing correctly. Um, but Ryan, I, I really commend the people in Lake Geneva for handling it this way. I totally agree. It's refreshing to hear um, a debate or perceptions and, and perspectives shared in a civil manner, as Coach said, without uh, looking at each other and blaming or automatically assuming um, the other side is incorrect or wrong. Um, but hearing each other out and working through the process and then ultimately uh, doing the ultimate democratic way of, of voting it out and, and then living with it, good, bad, or indifferent, and moving forward with civic responsibility after the meeting as well. Yeah, I agree. Hey, uh, Matt, congratulations. You know, our next guest is the head football coach at Grafton. So nice. we're going to have to talk Jim Norris, a, a totally different um, yeah. way this is going for him because in, yeah. in the woodland now, you know, him and, and it looks like Wisconsin Lutheran, the only two teams that have voted to play in the fall. And we'll see how that's gone over in, in the grafting community and and what he's going to be doing, how where, where he's going to find games at this point. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. And if you don't know Jim Norris, uh, the head coach at Grafton, he's a lot like you are, Matt, and he's a lot like uh, Ryan is. Man, he's a leader, and he's going to tell you how he's feeling, what he's thinking. And... Uh, I, I'm sure that he's right now scrambling to see if he can get some 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 games on the schedule for his boys at Grafton. Yeah, I tell you what, I don't I don't envy him in that situation. Oh, yikes! No, me neither. And and uh, if you've not met him, uh, you know, tune into the next segment because he he's the kind of guy that uh, he played up at Whitewater and he's taken that over into this Grafton area and saying, hey, look. You know, this is my beliefs, and he's and he's a guy that leads, and and people have been following, and and he's got that program and going in a really good direction. So, Coach Hensler, thank you so much. Good luck. Hey, but what about the schedule, by the way, for you guys? Is that all set then? And who do you open up with? Yeah, I think that was one of the points of contention with uh, our athletic director. They've been meeting for two months. The schedule's been set for a while. Seven other schools approved it, and here we were still. As of Wednesday, we didn't know. So <laughs> I, I know our, our the ADs and the coaches in our conference have been crossing their fingers and hoping. So it, it's all been done for a while. But uh, we open up. We, we get two at home, uh, Westosha and uh, Union Grove. And Westosha will be interesting. They have a new head coach. And 
we don't we won't have a scrimmage this year in the Southern Lakes. That was one of the things that the AD decided oh. on. So we'll have no film on what they do. We have no clue. We'll just <laughs> show up hey. and here we go. Hey, you hey, do you know those guys I sent to Lake Geneva for you? Make sure you got the vote. Let me know if you want to hire yeah. them to, to go down yeah. and scout that would still should, you know, practices because they're available for you, pal. Yeah, send send Mickey and Dutch <laughs> over there, will you? Yeah. Those a couple of mix that'll take care of anything <laughs> that you need. He is Coach Hensler, head football coach, Lake Geneva Badger. They're gonna start uh here in a few weeks. And uh hey Matt, thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. I appreciate it. You got it, brother. Be good. Yeah, thank you very much. Hey, McMillan, I was telling uh, Hensler, I'd, if need be, I'll send a couple of the, the Irish boys I know down the lake to even make sure he gets the vote that he needed. But, you know, I, yeah. I was I was only kidding on that part, so I, I didn't have to send any of you guys down there for him. That's right. The the Irish will take care of things, so we, that is a last resort. I told, I told Hensler all it would take is a case of Irish whiskey, and we'll make sure we get him to vote. And he said, man, i got a crush on you right now. Send those boys to me. So, hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Jim Norris, head football coach at Grafton High School. Will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. Ryan, you got to feel awfully good for Matt Hensler, the staff, the community, and that program at Lake Geneva Badger. Absolutely. They are uh, they're getting what they asked for. They got an opportunity. Now go out and take full advantage of that opportunity and, and conduct your business with a civic responsibility mindset and and uh, help these kids be well and, and healthy from you know the mental social emotional but also the physical side of things and uh, move forward so hopefully uh, hopefully it all goes well and, and hopefully we can uh, keep the train going down the tracks yeah you bet we're now joined by the head football coach Kraft, Grafton High School he is Jim Norris and uh, hey, Jim, before we get into what's going on, I'm, I'm uh, on your Twitter page, and, and uh, I know that uh, you're very saddened by the loss of Coach Kehoe, and I and, uh, wanted to just say that, you know, I did not know that that, and I uh, certainly feel bad for, for you and your community and your program. Yeah, he's uh, he was a great role model for myself and you know, a lot of educators in Grafton, and uh, he brought a lot to the table as far as, you know, teaching and uh, especially coaching. You know, he was one of those guys that was uh, always around uh, every football game, every basketball game, and uh, you'd be able to go up to him and, and, and talk for, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. You'd probably talk all afternoon with him, and uh, he knew, you know, what you're about and your story and just uh, a great overall guy. So he, he will be missed and uh, kind of a, a big loss and big hole in the grafting community. Yeah, well, I'm sorry for for your loss, and certainly our our thoughts and prayers are, are with his uh, his family and and uh, and your community and your school. Hey, coach, so let's talk a little bit about what's going on with Grafton football right now, and and your conference, and you know what what's your thought on who you're going to play, how this thing is going to work out, and have you heard from any of the other schools in the conference that might be having second thoughts about maybe joining? Uh, you and what it looks like to be Wisconsin Lutheran and playing in the fall? 
Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's one of those one of those deals that I'm sure it's like you know with every other high school in Wisconsin that is constantly changing. You know, it's constantly uh, evolving uh, different directions. I can tell you that I'm working with our administration, our uh, athletic director Kevin Moore, and uh, first and foremost with those guys, it's just you know they're they're working tirelessly for not only school to get started, but uh, for you know our athletes uh, of any fall sport to have an opportunity to compete. So. Uh, you know, like all, you know, as administrators, appreciate all the hard work. But, you know, right now, our district, our intentions are to play, you know, in the fall. Uh, and that's what we're moving forward uh, to do. Um, I can tell you that, obviously, the, the Woodland Conference, uh, the majority of the teams have moved to the spring football option. Um, but we are exploring other options um, in the Parkland um, and some other conferences in that area. Uh, with the goal and the, the end goal to be to get a schedule in place by September first. So, well, and and if the Parkland is something that 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 might be a one year deal for you guys, you know, with Pius looking to play in the spring, you know, that would uh, first of all, it's a great conference, and you'd be playing some really good competition, and it would then kind of fill out fill their need, so that there wouldn't be a you know one week buy for every school, correct? Right, yeah. It seems like it would be a great fit. You know, we have to kind of go through the formalities of, uh, of what it will look like and, uh, you know, if it's going to work out. And uh, obviously, they have to get it approved by the WIA. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. There's still some things that, you know, we're working through as, as a district. And, uh, you know, our kids are just excited to play, you know, have an opportunity. And uh, we do understand the, the, that conference and the competition. But, you know, without, you know, a state playoff series, you know, having that type of composite, you know, competition week in, week out, um, our kids are excited for it. So, yeah, I, I agree. Ryan, what's your thought on, on that as an athletic director at Muskego? You know, if, if, if somehow if they could figure that out and whatever the, the, uh, the, you know, the paperwork and, and the approvals that they have to, to get, but that would really be a nice, easy fit for the Parkland conference, right? Yeah, I think it's good all the way around, and it's going to protect the opportunity and the the programming of all schools, not just Grafton, but also the uh, the Parkland. Obviously, um, Matt Bergen over at uh, CMH as the AD is linked in with us uh, very tightly because all of his other sports are still in the Classic Eight, and uh, I think he's he's hopeful and excited for it. So then he doesn't have to necessarily chase games and. Um, you know, the rest of the conference, with all the uncertainty, um, Grafton would, would fill in some certainty for them and, and solidify things and, and give peace of mind to everybody involved. And at least they have a plan, and I'll go execute the plan and, and see how far we can get. And, you know, it doesn't surprise me. That I've gotten a chance to talk to Jim Norris uh, a number of times, had him in studio, and um, it doesn't surprise me. That, that he would not shy away from, you know, when you talk about Catholic Memorial and, and uh, New Berlin Eisenhower and Pewaukee and, and Wauwatosa West. And, you know, these are some really good football programs, Milwaukee, Lutheran, um, you know, New Berlin West. The, these are schools that are going to give you quite the challenge. And, and man, that, that would be a heck of a way for you guys to, to get ready and, and, and play high school football in the fall to join that conference for one year, Coach. It doesn't surprise me that you wouldn't shy away from that. No, not at all. You know, it's, it's one thing that you know, all coaches are dealing with. Um, and really, you know, obviously wins are important. Um, 
but this year, especially, it's providing kids with an opportunity to play. You know, and, and like you said, with all the uncertainty, to get into a schedule and to have some, you know, some, you know, foundation as, as to move forward and a plan. Uh, that's that's a great peace of mind. Uh, you know, getting into the fall here. So. You know, Coach, uh, early in the, the, the show, we had Joe Labuda, the head coach at Menominee, and he's going to be looking for two games. And he said, look, um, if, if we only have to travel an hour and a half, that's going to be a good thing for us way up here. Um, if we can find two games of similar size schools, you know, when you look at the travel, if you were to be in the Parkland for one year, that there's not an issue there, right? I mean, from Grafton to, 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 to Waukesha is, what, 40 minutes or so. Right, it's very similar to the Woodland Conference. Um, yep. You know, and, and looking at travel, you know, as, as a whole, that's that's going to be a whole other hurdle to to jump over, and you know, so what it, what it looks like with with kids on buses and uh, the capacity of a bus, and so there's still there's still a lot of unknowns, and there's still a lot of unanswered questions, but uh, you know, uh, we're working hard, just probably like every other district, you know, in the state, you know, to to get a season going. So. Well, you know, Coach, I kind of feel bad because when. When we had set that first schedule for Thursday Night Lights when I was part of it, um, we kind of had that graft in that South Milwaukee game penciled in, and, and I was excited to have your kids and, and your program, and I think it's one of the ones that is on the rise um, for us to be able to showcase what you guys are doing and, and then all, all this hit, and they're going to redo the schedule. And I said earlier in the show that I'm, I'm out for this year as a sideline reporter. They, they can't have sponsors uh, for me to interview, and they need to cut back on a few things. And that was one of the things they're going to cut back on. And, you know, I feel I feel bad for some of the schools that were going to be on Thursday Night Lights for the first time, and you were one of them. Right, yeah, you know, it's it's just, you know, an adjustment. Um, you know, it's, you know, I'll say it again, it's just, you know, our kids are excited after the opportunity to play. You know, I mean, our kids have been working extremely hard since July 1, and, uh, you know, with a lot of luck and, you know, a lot of the procedural things that we are doing to keep kids safe. And I'm, I'm confident that we can go compete with anyone. You know, I mean, our kids are, you know, extremely prepared at this point. And, uh, you know, we're excited just to get that September 7th start date and get this thing rolling. You got it. Jim Norris, head football coach, Crafton, thank you so much. And, and I appreciate um, all the time that, you know, you always say yes. When I call and send you a text, can you come on? Yep, whatever you need, let me know. So thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime. You got it. Jim Norris, head football coach at Grafton. Hey, Ryan, other side of the break, I'm, I'm going to get out of my comfort zone as we name the, this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. That's going to be great. What. Yeah, it is going to be great. I tried to get this guy in a 10-minute phone call to help me with my swing. And he said, no, I can't do that. Now, now, as bad as you're telling me you are, 10 minutes with me on the phone is not going to help you hit a golf ball any straighter, any further. But we will talk to the head coach, the head Muskego girls golf team coach. He is our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and we'll introduce him on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. What team stood out from the rest? What team took their game to another level on the field, court, or in their community? Because these are my 
Let's find out who is this week's UW Credit Union Team of the Week. UW Credit Union, for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Oh, boy. Well, you know, it's uh, time, to, uh, time to get out of my comfort zone. I'll tell you, with what's going on with high school football, and I want to thank UW Credit Union for sticking with us, man. Uh, another year of, of naming our team of the week brought to you by UW Credit Union. It's just really a fun segment for us. And I reached out to Ryan McMillan. I said, hey, man, there's no football going on. You need to come up with a, with a uh, UW Credit Union team of the week. And he said, man, I think our girls' golf team is doing pretty well. I said, perfect for the first week. And maybe this coach can help me with my swing. But he had, was not able to do that. We're now joined by the uh, the head coach Mosquito Girls Golf Team. He's David Cladis. Hey, Coach, how you doing today? Great. It's a gorgeous day. How you doing? Hey, man, it is. You know, I'm off the air here in a couple minutes. I could drive over by you, and you can help me with this golf swing if you want. It's up to you. I would love to get out today. <laughs> yeah. Not with me, you wouldn't, man. When you, uh, I'm telling you, I tell my sister who hits the ball straight about 150 yards down the middle, she then pitches to the green and putts and goes to the next hole. I'm like, man, I get to see the whole course. I see the water, see the woods, I see all of it. And she just sees a little part of the course. Hey, first year head coach, Mosquito Girls Golf Team, how are things going? It's uh, It's been a great uh, start to the year. Um, it's just nice to be out there, obviously, and, and getting the girls on the course. They're so excited. Uh, it was a hectic start just with everything going on. But now that we got our uh, feet on the golf course, it's been it's been a great start. We have a great group of girls, so it's it's nice. Hey, um, Ryan, when I asked you, you, you said some really good things about this young man. You said, look, he, he uh, he's going to lead this program really well, and, and he kind of gets it, and uh, he's excited to get out there. And you're, you're, uh, you're proud of the work that this young guy's doing. Oh, absolutely. Coach Cladis is uh, hes a math teacher. Uh, he's calculated, he's articulate, he's organized, um, and he, he's got a vision for the future. And our, our girls, as we went through the process, is, is interesting. We had some pretty um, well-to-do, proven golf coaches come through the door uh, wanting the job because they saw kind of how the Muskego was rising and getting better. And and our students spoke very highly of what Coach Cladis brings specifically to the mental side of the game that has allowed them to perform and continue to develop. And, and hearing those people speak and, and watching him do his, his work as a baseball coach for us as well uh, in the spring, uh, it was an easy decision. And we've, we've been very thrilled with um, how he's progressed and, and moved things forward. And his communication has been impeccable. And that's half the battle right there. Hey, so Ryan, do you, you, you kind of think that half of my problem on the golf course is, is the mental aspect of it? It, it could be. He might be a <laughs> yeah, little mentally fried. You're thinking about the woods and the sand. You just got to think about that fairway. <laughs> man, oh man, whatever it is. Hey, um, Coach Class, I don't know if Chris got a hold of you. Do you know, um, is he going to meet, meet you guys on Wednesday before you bore the bus uh, to hand you yeah. the uh, UW Credit Union Team of the Week? Yeah, it'll be exciting. Before we leave, for, we have a conference meet. Uh, Wednesday, so it'll be a nice little uh, entryway into the bus to get get going for the conference meet. You know what? I I normally don't uh, don't go to those with him, uh, but I'm going to be over uh, pretty close to Muskego High School on Wednesday around that time, so I might join him. And and I know that uh, he's excited to do this. We've been doing Zoom meetings 
um, <laughs> with with you know some some teams, especially basketball teams, that, whose season ended. And for him and the people at UW Credit Union to now be able to get out and hand out that beautiful trophy from our friends at at Ideal Logos and Awards and and Smoking Hot Mary over there and the people that have done this with us for a long time. And I know that uh, Chris Kavadovic's excited to he'll be in the parking lot by the bus on Wednesday as you guys get on the bus. And, and uh, I really appreciate your willingness to come on. Hey, Coach, coaching at the JV level and now coaching at the high school level, this is a, this is a different animal, right? Oh, for sure. Um, just as Ryan said, the organizational side of it um, has been an adventure at first with everything going on, but it's it's actually helped me quite a bit just, just to have that side of it down where I need to actually have practice plans, groups all set up from day one. And that's kind of helped me in the long run here. So it's been a transition, but uh, it's nice to have good assistants and good girls around me that kind of help me on, on the right hey, path. Hey, Ryan, don't forget, too, or David, don't forget a really good athletic director as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's okay. No, he's great. He's yeah, great he's, yeah he's, he's fine. He's overrated. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> hey, I really appreciate it. Our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, the Muskego Girls Golf uh, team. David, I look forward to meeting you in person and thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate having on. Thank you so much. You got it. We'll see you on Wednesday. Hey, Ryan, what a good show. This thing went quick and uh, certainly when you talk to Joel Labuda and Chris McDaniels and Patrick Barron and Matt Henser, Jim Norris, and now with David Cladis, um, quick show, but a lot uh, went into this show. A lot of people are, are still moving the, the peas around the that played a little bit to figure out when they're going to play and who they're going to play. And I'm sure we'll have more information and some, uh, fi- some people that will finalize their schedules for next week. Yeah, and who knows? we got three days here where people might come uh, back around and we'll have even more people jump back into the fold. So it, uh, it could be an interesting first week of school, no doubt. It, it will. And we'll, I think next week uh, we'll have some coaches on who are not going to play in the fall and then try to figure out what they're going to do in the spring and see what their thoughts are on that decision. So, hey, I really appreciate uh, your time. What's going on this weekend? You got any big plans? Uh, we're kind of laying low. We're getting ready for school because everybody in my household uh, is going back to face-to-face education uh, next week, Tuesday. So we got to get some of those things uh, lined out. But uh, I think my myself and my daughters are going to stop by my brother's house and help him move Perfect. a little bit and... Uh, just kind of chill out. You're a nice guy. Boy, if I, if I wasn't so busy, I'd come help your brother move, but uh, no <laughs> chance. Hey, and one last thing, I would like to maybe get your dad on. Is he is he refereeing again this year? He is. He uh, He's actually doing the Muskego Catholic Memorial scrimmage, and then he's got uh, four games already lined up uh, this season. But, yeah, he'd be happy to come on. Yeah, if you could check that, because I'd like to find out in that world what what's the, what this is doing to those guys. So, th- hey Ryan, thanks a lot. Really appreciate your time. Have a good uh, have a good weekend, and we'll uh, we'll be back on uh, a week from uh, today at uh, from ten to noon. Sounds great. You as well. Take care, Mike. Thank you so much, Mitch. Great job back at the studio. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented as always by your local Pick and Save Stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.